Hey, welcome. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Oh, yeah. Welcome. 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 Oh, yeah. To the pop case of a certain age, Stock Aiken and Waterman special. What do you think of our new theme tune, guys? Isn't it oh God, marvelous? I love it. It's fabulous. We loved it. Thank you, Reese. So, for those of you who don't know, Stock Aiken and Waterman, abbreviated as Saw, are an English songwriting and record production trio consisting of my stock. Matt Aitken and Pete Waterman. The trio had great success from the mid-1980s through the early 1990s. Saw is considered one of the most successful songwriting and producing partnerships of all time, scoring more than 100 UK top 40 hits, selling 40 million records and earning an estimated 60 million pounds. The trio wrote and produced some of the most memorable bops of all time, from the likes of Kylie, Donna Summer, Banana Rama, Rick Astley, and Jason Donovan. They were also responsible for producing some of the most god-awful clunkers, from the likes of <laughs> Big Fun, the Reynolds Girls, and the WWF <laughs> Superstars. There probably isn't a pop game of a certain age in existence who doesn't have a fond memory of at least one saw produced track. So... Today, the uh, 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 pop gays are going to be giving you their Saw Heaven choice, aka the track that gets an immediate pass to the big gay discotheque in the sky, their Hell choice, aka the Saw track so abhorrent that it immediately gets sent to the fiery depths of hell, and their final choice is the Purgatory choice, aka the track that they kind of like, but it's a bit divisive. The other pop gays will decide if it deserves to go stiff poppers and twirling gay heaven or be sent to be anally probed with a red-hot poker in gay oh hell. Oh, my God. Who's <laughs> <laughs> poking? Carry oh, on. Yeah, yeah. But before we hear all the sounds from a bright young Britain, just to remind you that you can find all our other episodes by searching for pop gays of a certain age on our podcast provider of choice. You can follow us on Twitter at pop gays and Facebook at pop gays of a certain age where you will find our daily features of breakfast bangers, midday movers, let's have a heated debate, singles of the week, and take me to church, as well as the links to our weekly Spotify playlist. So, it's over to our first pop gay, who has a big red GTO. Everywhere we go, the GTO must go. <laughs> but we wonder if he'll ever know if he loves the pop gays or just his GTO. It's Pito! Oh, hello! <laughs> hey. I, just, I don't know that reference. What's that from? Sunita. It's from oh, Sunita. Okay. okay, okay, fabulous. Sunita. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Sunita. I don't even know. <laughs> That's a joke. And her um um leaves, whatever her she palm wears. Leaves. Her palm <laughs> leaves. <laughs> yeah. That was to be fair, let's be honest. It was it was bonkers, but it was very iconic. It was iconic. Oh, definitely. Sunita thirty seven. That's um <laughs> it's in a bio, isn't it? Um so Peter, <laughs> give us your because I know you're a massive, massive stock taking and water. Yeah I am. Yo give us your Heaven Choice. Right, so the Heaven Choice is by an artist who got famous doing disco music, and some might say she was, in fact, the queen of disco. Oh. She's worked with... Hazel Dean. (laughs) (laughs) She's worked with Giorgio Moroder previously, but this song is This Time I Know It's For Real by Donna Summer.
Yeah. What a song Very to start good. with. Then, oh my god. That is so incredible. That is that is iconic song. Yeah. A proper massive PWL stock acre Watson banger. Um which that album was amazing. That Another Time, Another Place. Was it in Another Time, Another Place? What was another it called? Place in Time. Another Place in Time. Nothing, nothing what I said. You've, you've got the cover there. there on your background. It's so with the face whited out for some reason. <laughs> so, yes. And rumor has it, rumor has it, that um, she was going to do a second album with them, but she fell out with them for some reason. And, oh, um, my God. Scandal. Um, scandaloso. That, the stuff that they'd already written went to somebody uh, else. I think it went to Lonnie Gordon or somebody like that. I think it did. Yeah, that's the rumor. But, yeah, that is a true classic it really is like it was. It's still banging now. You know what I mean? And it's definitely in the top ten of their all-time best songs ever. It might even be top five. Yeah, I think they knew they had to bring out the the good songs for Donna Summer. They couldn't kind of give her the <laughs> give her the big red GTOs and the Toy Boys and the. Um, they couldn't rather Jack. No, Mag. No, no, <laughs> no. no. Bless, no. Um, and because she had quite, she had about three, was it the three or four singles off that album that were all quite as banging as? She may have had five off that album, you know. Right. This time I know it's for real. Love's about to change my heart. I don't um, want to get hurt. I yes. don't want to get hurt. Oh, I love that one. Um, I don't want to get hurt. Is that four? Four, yes. I do remember at the time in Smash Hits magazine, they were interviewing Sonia and they'd asked her if they'd met. She had they asked her if she'd met Donna Sonia. She said, No, we didn't. But I really wish they'd written a song for me like this time I know it's for real. Oh. Um But they didn't, did they? <laughs> no. Um, no. No. That's Sonia last though. Ah. Will she feature this evening? Who knows? Oh. Well that, who knows? Who can say? So good good kick off. Good good starter. What, Pete, is your choice? That's going to hell to get butt fucked by Satan. <laughs> Tim will be there waiting for them to, uh, to fill them up to yeah, two inches. <laughs> so I had to do a little bit of research. So I don't actually know that much. I don't actually know that many Stock Aiken and Waterman songs. Because you're so young. Compared to some of you old people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, like, so um I found a song that I really liked the original version, but this is a cover version. Okay. Because I liked the original so much, I was like, Well, you're just desecrating a classic now, aren't you? Um so the song is Blame It on the Boogie by Big Fun. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah. A big hit, though. It yeah, was a big hit. Great wedding song. Yeah, it's, it was very, like, 
80s party. It's like you went to a christening or you went to a wedding or maybe a funeral and it'd just be like, blame it on the funeral. boogie. <laughs> I'm not joking. Why would funeral. you play blame it on the boogie at a funeral? Why wouldn't you, Tim? Why not? Why not? opportunities for everybody. Like dancing down the aisle when the coffin's going down. Sunshine. Maybe moonlight. maybe it's a request that <laughs> yeah. someone would have. Yeah. Uh, but to be fair, it, it never did it for me, really. It, I think with Big Fun, you never knew whose voice it was because there was only one voice, wasn't there? That okay, they like okay. multi-tracked. Um, and they just never really, yeah. It was the dance, though, wasn't it? Bringing in the sunshine. Blame it on the moonlight. Blame it on it. Was it? Good times. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. yeah, for good times. Oh, and kids dear. were doing this dance. Yeah. <laughs> we're all yeah. doing it right now, just in case you're wondering. Yeah, we're all doing yeah. it. Shagging movement. Yeah. I'm refusing to do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you on Blame, don't blame on the Bug. I'm not, I'm not keen on it. Um, but they did have a couple of decent singles if other people had sung them. Yeah, can't, can't shake, shake the, the feeling. feeling. Yeah, that Amazing. was a good one. A pocket full of handful of promises. Yeah, you gave me. That was when they all pretended. That was when they pretended to be to be straight, wasn't it? And um, not very well. Not very well. <laughs> no. um, um, I do. I remember the Asanita saying that when they did the Hitman Roadshow, they would be in the coach uh, doing a bong with Sanita in the back. Um, a bong. A, doing a, a bong. bong. Doing yeah. a bong or a bong. A bong. A bong. A bong. Uh. <laughs> Yeah. Hold on. A bong or a bong? Bong. B-O-N-G. A bong. <laughs> I, I have a feeling uh, that, that um, Big Fun may feature on other people's choices this oh. evening. Oh. We never got, we never decided whether one of them had died either, had we? I thought they all had. <laughs> one of them has died. Jason, I believe, the blonde, the blonde fellow. Oh, wow. I can't really remember what they looked like, but I was running mates with the day. And he had like this, I don't know, some like music channel on, and it was all about the 90s or whatever. But it, one of the videos came on, and all I can remember was pastel, yes. kind of like yeah. um, blazers or something. Yeah. They all had a different colour each. Yeah. One had blonde curtains, and I was just like, oh my God, this is like. And I love the 80s. <laughs> Do you know what? I, for like a month in the summer, I was all about the big fun clothes. I had white jeans. The the t shirt with the t shirt with the hood. Yeah. And the and the and the, the denim jacket over the t- yeah. They were like a cheap man's bros, weren't they? They oh, were, yeah. Bros. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, enough <laughs> of big fun. Um so Pete, tell us what your purgatory choice is and we will decide whether we send it up to heaven to sniff poppers or we'll send it to hell to get anally probed. Can I not go and sniff poppers? Can I have one of those? Do you know when you used to go to a party back in the 80s and they had those head jogs and they had it with pineapples and all that? Can I have one of them instead? Want to sniff one of them? No, I don't <laughs> sniff it. I want to eat it. Oh, okay. Just not, not with a pickle. I like cheese, little cocktail sausages and pineapple. <laughs> Thank you. So, Peter, please give us your... What are, what's, what's purgatory? <laughs> yeah. What's floating there? Okay. <laughs> to be honest with you, I picked a song that I really love because then hopefully it will go to heaven through the choices of you guys. So the song, the song is West End featuring Sybil, When I'm Good and Ready. You can't hurry my love or change my mind I'll decide in my own sweet time Could be a week that I take to I'll be coming back When I'm good and ready I'll tell you 
That's quite late okay. on. Well, That's quite yes. late on in the canon. Yeah, when I'm when I'm good at ready. From like the early nineties. It's only thirty hey. years ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we'll start yeah. with Tim. Tim, is this going to heaven or is it going to hell? It's going to heaven. Oh, okay. Paul, when you finish lubing up your heed, are you going to send Sybil to heaven or hell? She's going to join me in heaven and have a bit of that head jog. (laughs) (laughs) Graham, gay heaven or gay hell to Sybil? Straight to heaven. Wow. Okay. Reese. Is Sybil going to gay heaven or gay hell? 100% gay heaven. Yes, oh, yes. He's, he's on a roll. He's on a roll. Simon, Sybil. After a really bad run in the mid to early 90s, this one is going straight to heaven and getting fisted. Ooh, oh, yes. Oh, fabulous. Yes. Crack out of Crisco. We haven't yes. clarified whether there was fisting in heaven. Um, <laughs> so I am also going to send it to heaven because it is a banger of a track. Oh, it's fabulous! Thank so, you so much. So you are the first. You are the first one of us this evening that's unanimously had their their purgatory choice. Oh, and he's the first one of the year. Yes, I oh, love that. Good. <laughs> I like Sybil. She's still around, isn't she? She's still. Yeah, she, she is. Doing she stuff. Is. She is. Yeah. And, and, uh, she was a. Ha- I nearly said something really offensive. That she was a. <laughs> she was a lovely big jolly late. Oh, say so it. Um, <laughs> they had another song, "The Love I Lost." That was yes, really good as well. That was good. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah. And stronger together. She did. Yes. Stronger together. together. And then didn't she do a cover of "Walk On By"? Yes, she did, yes. and that was good. That, that was, was really in 1989. Good. That was beforehand, apparently. Wow. So there we go. Yeah, interesting. Why have you got a picture of Charity Shop suing your top left-hand corner? Ew. Yeah, it's not Charity Shop. That's so. Oh shit! Is that Hazel Dean? Sorry. Looks like it looks like Charity Shop sued, doesn't it? She does. It does a little Absolutely. bit. I wonder if that's what Charity Shop sued. Styled her after. She's searching, looking for a bargain. Looking for a bargain. <laughs> In the charity shop. Right, okay. So, it's over to our next pop gay. And, well, he's got it. Yeah, baby, he's got it. He's our Venus. He's our fire. Our desire. It's Simon. Oh, it's me. Right, right before me Sainsbury's shop arrives as well. Oh. So, are we starting with heaven? Give us your heaven choice. Give us your stock right. and heaven we'll choice. We'll start with the good stuff. So, released in April 1990, it is, in my opinion, the best stock and woman song ever written and produced. It is Better the Devil You Know, Kylie Minogue.
Oh, how did I know? I just knew he was going to go for it. It's the best one ever. I mean, not only did it completely reset her career with them and put her in a whole new league, it restructured their sound. And Graham is the one who filled me in on this kind of. He filled you in? This, no. Oh. <laughs> he wishes. Honestly. Um, so, obviously, at the time, the story goes is that when she came to record the third album, Pete Walton said, you know, so what do you want to do, kid? And she said, I'm really enjoying the pop dance club sound at the moment. And I, she said, I like Kathy Dennis and D-Mob, come and get my love. And something like that is what she said to the producers. And so they went off and did exactly produce something like that. And Graham, I don't know if you're going to insert it, but the original what? demo Maybe of Bella Devi, you know. Insert it. <laughs> Filling in. Gently, please. The original demo, Bet the Devil You Know. It does sound like a complete rip-off of Come and Get My Love. And, and but it's not good, though. That's the thing. Not about... good. No, it's not. No. But you can hear the beginnings of what we actually eventually got. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's still such a banger. It doesn't need remixing. It doesn't need re-recording. It doesn't need updating. It's no. It doesn't need a bit of uh, steps. What do you think of the steps versions of the song, Simon? I mean. It's just okay. It's just it's okay. okay. It's just okay. It just sounds like another steps song when it's steps, doesn't it, really? I mean, no, there's anything wrong with that. Do you know what? I don't, I don't actually don't even think it sounds like a good steps song. So, okay. yeah. We don't yeah. like it. Well, I we mean, they like the dance moves, so there's always that. I don't give a shit what they added <laughs> to it. <laughs> they can stick it up their arses. I've never, oh I'm God. never. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're not trying to get Lisa on the show. <laughs> yeah, just Lisa, we love up. you. <laughs> we love Lisa, but I'm sorry. That, that song is and always will be Kylie's, and you cannot cover it. So I'm sorry. So that's the end of that. Lee, you are, you are entitled to feel how you want to feel. Gazing. The video. Yes, the video is still on s- point. Yeah. And she was and she caught a controversy at the time because the love interest in the video is a black man and there's mm. all this controversy about her being embraced in the arms of this black man and stuff, and she was like, I don't give a fuck. That's the video. You'd like it a lump it. If you watch it, at the time she was she was going out with going out, she was being diddled by Michael Hutchins. She and was. He'd given her a ring with the letter <laughs> M on it. In the video, she's just going like that all the time with the ring on her finger, yeah. like going like that. Yeah, was he the main singer of In Excess? Yeah, yes. yes. oh my god, he had a right sexy voice. Even now, to this day, when the opening of that song, the da, 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 it makes my little bumhole well, twitch with excitement. Oh, Yeah, the, what yeah, actual sound is it? What actually is it? Is making the noise? This is the thing. I've never heard anything like it before. What Lee's, Lee's ass? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, I think Lee's trying to explain it as like has the tiny little bump hole when really it's strongest. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there is no sound like <laughs> quite. There's no sound quite like it, Lee. Do it for us. You do it. It kind of goes. And now it's bumholes twitching. It is. You can get that. It's just. And it's getting bigger, bigger. I didn't want the first episode of the year to be like this. It's very rude. This episode. I just wanted it to be lovely and nice. Right. Who are you sending to hell? My hell choice is. This is no surprise at all. It's Kako. Uh, we should be down to see. Everybody knows only come here. 
later. Less cackling. We should be dancing is not good. Oh, Paul. Honestly, it, I don't it, think I, if it's rubbish, I don't think I want to listen to it. She's so, Paco. It was right. Better than you know was released in 1990. This was also released in 1990 by the same production team, and you just think the quality does not compare. And it's a really good example of showing how they had very little to no quality control at the Hit Factory. It was we made it, we put it out. We made it, we put it out. It's really poor. It's really really poor. She's called. Kako. Kako, Kako, yeah. So she was. That's um, her real, her real artist name. Is, yeah, she's yes. Japanese. Kako. She's Japanese. She's an actress now. She went into acting, so she's actually re-recorded it and remixed it, and it's kind of a little bit better. But the original, which you can't get on Spotify, um, is just appalling, especially when you consider like the the time. Because mm. Kylie was Kylie was right. That whole kind of Kathy Dennis D Mob sound was what was current in the charts, and the, and she was right to ask them to go that route, but Kako is a step back by a good couple of years. Um, Isn't the story that her dad paid Stock Aiken and Waterman or won it in some sort of something? Stock Aiken and Waterman were asked about Kako. They said, well, what happened to her? You did a single with her. What happened to her? And they, they said, um, she couldn't do what we needed her to do, so it didn't work out. When you listen to the song, you realise that the vocals aren't just double trap track their quadruple track because she's not really there's no the best singer no 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 Red. and it's called we should be dancing yeah we should be dancing it, you'll find it on youtube you won't find I'm it just on i'm just youtubing it hard. <laughs> yeah videos all right she did have a follow-up single as well and it was based with stock it and woman no i think it was phil hardigan and Carno who did it oh so part of the the group yeah, but yeah. what kind of fool because when kylie was going to do what kind of fool i was thinking please don't be the cackle song please don't no. be the cackle song oh, and it wasn't okay. but it's actually what kind of fool is better than we could we should be dancing definitely anything has to do yeah. better than we should i be mean dancing. she tried she was on all the kids tv morning programs doing a khaki dance with her she wore <laughs> like a beaver hat didn't she yeah she was yeah. in that kind of like <laughs> velour kind of cat suit with like a velour matching with the kind of beanie hat. <laughs> beaver hat i don't know what that is but anyway you know, like with a big, buffy, big, bushy, fluffy, anyway. Um, right well, I think that deserves, quite rightly, to join Big Fun in hell. It probably was a massive hit in Japan and, uh, and yeah, those nope. kind of places. No, nope. was it not? Did it bomb nope. everywhere no, it in the world? It everywhere. It didn't do oh, anything. Poor khaki yeah. pants. Khaki pants. Sad time. <laughs> <laughs> um, she did record an album, didn't she? And, they, and, and oh it was never God. released. And there. Uh, their various tracks have been leaked over the years. Um, for... Didn't know that. Mm, yeah. Uh, poor old cack. Um, oh. So, um, <laughs> let's hear your purgatory choice. It, it's it's controversial in terms of the artist I've chosen, but Ooh. again, Stock and Warman, so variable quality. This was the fifth single released from what is arguably a fantastic album, really good comeback album if you want to call it that she she's a disco queen from the from the 60s era and she'd not had a big hit album internationally until this so she teamed up with them and it was the final single when love takes over you by donna summer you seem to be in
Well, I'm spoiling it right hang now. Hang on, hang it, on, Graham. Straight to heaven. No. Straight to heaven no, no, right no. now. There's so much wrong with it. There's so... And it's not... What's wrong hang with it? Hang on a second. Isn't this supposed to be the choice where you let us choose whether it goes to yes. heaven or hell? Well, hang on. Let me make a case for hell. Yeah, give me a case for it. <laughs> make the case for heaven is that it's Donna Summer, and Donna Summer is the only thing that really saves it. So she, she comes in after this ridiculously long intro that isn't needed and her vocals are so silky and smooth and soulful and it kind of almost becomes a bit of a 80s soul pop track on the ver on the verses but then after that the production just kills anything she can do with it so the intro is 10 seconds too long the Rage chorus is like some kind of nursery rhyme they put on a b big fun b-side um it's really really shit my blood so pressure's going up what keeps me listening is Donna Summer's vocals. So Donna right. Summer is the one that kind of keeps it from hell. So what's this song called? Hang on. I'm when Love down. Takes Over You. I bloody love it. And the production in the verses is great, but in the pre-chorus and chorus, it's really tinny and nursery rhymey, and I really struggle with it because it should be better, and she deserved better. She there is a video for it, but yeah. she isn't in it because she actually didn't like the song. Apparently, no. She no, she is in it. Was, is she in it? Yeah, there is. There is a video with her in it. Oh, okay. So maybe you've seen an alternative version with her. Possibly, her in it. just loads of dancers dancing no, around. No, there is a video with her in oh, it. But you're okay. right. It was. I think it was the last, the last single previous to previous to Breakaway. I think. I think. It's, melodically, it's quite nice. It's Have you lovely. got to the chorus yet? I'm still in that super long intro that you you vented about. These are the things you do when love takes over you. I'll be honest, I can't vote on this. I don't know the song. Oh, but that's, that's okay because we've got an odd number of people okay. then. So, Tim, are you sending Donna Summer Love Takes Over You to heaven or are you sending it to hell? Hey, Donna Summer, love her, love her, love her. Yeah. But. I don't know the song well enough, so I'm going to send it to help. That's it, Tim. You now finished me. Outrageous. Oh, scandalous. Paul, <laughs> are you going to send it to heaven or hell? Well, I'm currently just listening to it. I've reached the chorus now. That's the chorus. <laughs> um, listen to it the whole I, this podcast. I think it's quite nice. I don't think it's that bad. So, do you know what? She might not be entitled to the full hedgehog experience, but she can have a bit of pineapple if she wants. Up in oh, heaven. okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Reese. what do you think? Um, I think I might send it to heaven. Okay. Hell on a weekend. Oh, hell, oh, on, a hell weekend. on a weekend. Yeah. Fair dues. Yeah. Think about Graham. Where's he going? Oh, he's going straight on, like Paul Rabbit. He's going right up into the sky. Oh, okay. I, I, I absolutely love it, and I always have from day one. I think it's one of those pieces of understated, so amazingness. There you go. I'm just beside myself that it even been thought about no. potentially oh, going to hell. hell. No, Graham. Well, no. I'm oh, going to no. send it to heaven because I like it as well. well so that's, that's for one. That's it. It's, it's going to heaven. It's well, in thank heaven. God for that. Just on the, the fact it's Donna Summer alone, fair enough. Okay. Oh, but oh my God. Tim and Simon agreed on something. Oh, oh, no. oh, 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 2023. So, <laughs> our next pop gay, he loves money. He loves money. Boyfriends are boring. He loves money. He loves money. Wait till the right one comes along. He loves money. <laughs> he loves money. Independence. It's race. It's 
I think you've just described my entire love life. That oh, was gosh. so much, <laughs> So, Reese, come on, give us your your stock Aiken and Waterman heaven choice. Okay, so my the saw track I'm sending to heaven is a cover song of a very famous Motown song that was originally released by The Temptations, and it's called "Get Ready" by Carol Hitchcock. Lee doesn't like this one. No, <laughs> well, I love I love the original. Um, I love the original. In fact, I've seen the Temptations. Carol Hitchcock. Mm. Carol Hitchcock. Yeah. So explain to us who who Carol Hitchcock was, Reese. Carol were it is um, an Australian actress, stroke singer, stroke whatever else she's done, um, and she got her hands on this in 1987. Um, it didn't do so well over here. But it did quite well over in Australia. It went to number 18. Uh, it's been covered by so many other artists as well. And most recently by Fergie in 2006 for her track Here I Come. Okay. Um, what I like about it mostly is the, you know, the musical arrangement. It's got such a heavy bass line, which I, you know, I love. Like a Casio? Well, yeah, yeah. The, you know, I like a wide and deep bass line you know? oh okay um, you do. <laughs> but sadly apart from the b-side she hasn't done anything anything since that no i think she just chopped it after that i quite like it she was she was like bold wasn't she she was yeah she was um she claimed the title you know 80s punk you know oh, that okay. was she, that's what she i don't know identified as but that's that was her style and a fun fun fact about carol <laughs> Um, she appeared in a scene of Prisoner Cell Block H. Did she? Yep. Oh, she had she? a speaking scene extra in episode number 572. Oh, oh. I'm going to go and watch that later. Was she bald in that as well? She was, yes. <laughs> was she? Was she yep. bald by choice or was she, was she like... I think so. Okay. I think so. It was just her, her image. She had a great voice as well, Carol. So Fantastic. she did. Really deep, really powerful. Mm. She sounds amazing on that track. I absolutely I would say love it. She's like a white skunk Nancy. Oh, I love that. She's got that. She's got that gruff 
power in a voice. That comparison. I've just yeah. added it to me. It's his playlist. I quite like it. So that was my heaven. Heaven okay. choice. Mm, controversial. I would be I'll be going to the bathroom when that comes on. Ed Monday. In the in the, um, um, in the, in the gay disco in and heaven. The pop gay party. Yeah, yeah. Um so give us your hell choice. Which stock Haken and Waterman track is going down the dump down. Well, the saw track I'm sending straight to hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred pounds. It's called <laughs> "What a Night" by Dolly Dots. I feel like no. I've heard of the Dolly Dots, but I'm not 100 percent sure. So I'm gonna have to Google them as well now. Tell it tell us about the Dolly Dots, Reese. Dolly Dots were a five-piece Dutch girl band. Um, you know, one left, did a sugar babes and one came back in again. Um I don't think it charted at all here in the UK, but it, no, did, I just think so. it did quite well over in um, you know, the Netherlands. But whenever I hear this song, which thankfully isn't a lot, my mind kind of goes straight to a visual of a 1980s wedding reception. You know, that's held in a function room of a local pub. And all the women... <laughs> and there's like three or four women on the dance floor with their huge blonde perms holding a oh classic God, box fizz in one hand and a handbag in the other, and they're just like stepping around each other. Well, they weren't... When they released I that... Was- they weren't in the first flush of youth. It was no. it was well it was no. like your, your aunties doing yeah. a doing a dance routine. Yeah. Really yeah. like a kind of rock band really and they kind of did a little diversion mm. still yeah. kicking waterman. Yeah. yeah, I mean they were like yeah. Yeah, a little bit later on in the big hair. Oh. Big hoops earrings, all wearing a bit of pleather. I'm with Paul it. on this. I like it and it looks like the, the panel of the loose women team going on an eighties <laughs> girls night. Yeah. Out, it yeah. Does. Down uh, down Thompson's arms. Look at yes, that choreography. It's yes. amazing. I love it. Oh look, there's Lyndon Owen. What in a what in a I quite yeah. like it. Mm. So this is your hell choice, is it? It is my hell choice. I yeah. think I just put it in the bin and send the bin to hell. If this is in hell, I'm going there. Okay. Let's have your purgatory choice, the one we're going to vote on. Oh, Ooh. dear. This is probably going to cause some controversy as well, actually. Um, so the sort track I'm sending to purgatory is a track we've already discussed in a previous episode. Now, I've got to admit, I, I do adore this track, but it's You Think You're a Man by Divine.
Oh, okay. Oh, oh, okay. oh, oh okay. I, I, I get I why get this it. is purgatory, yeah. Yeah, mm. me too. So, mm. for those who don't know, Divine, also known as Harris Glenn Middlestead, was an American actor, drag queen, and then went on to release in records. Um, he passed away in March 1988 at the age of 42. Now, the reason I'm putting it into purgatory isn't because of Divine himself, it's because of the way the production sounds. Now, to me, it sounds a bit rushed and a little bit unfinished, I might say. Um, you know, like, like I said, I do like the I do like the track itself. It's a bit raw sounding. Yeah, I like the music side to it more. I think his vocals just don't. It never really connected me, but I still quite really like the song. Yeah, kind of looked past the fact that his voice was shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, he yeah. didn't really I sing. Think, he just growled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just think growled. Yeah. But I still really quite like because the tune's quite uplifting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're a bit pissed, you shout it at people. Yeah, I think. Yeah, right back. Oh, maybe that's what he was going for. <laughs> was he wasted? Was he wasted through the whole thing, and then he picked up a piece of dog shit? I remember Might someone told me that. Dog shit, someone yeah. told me. Yeah, someone told me that fact. Apparently. That was the f first ever soul produced single Damn. to reach the UK top 20. Right. Ooh, really? Uh, oh, okay. It was even before Dead or Alive. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, so let's see whether we're, 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 send we're, keep we're sending it up to heaven on the escalator or we're, selling we're just chucking it over the cliff down into hell. Tim, <laughs> I think you're a man by divine. Is it going to heaven or is it going to hell? See, I don't, I know the track. But it's not a track that I like. Well, not I like it, but it's going to hell. Okay. Right. Okay. Sending everything to hell. Mm -hmm. Paul, <laughs> divine, heaven or hell? I didn't think I was going to do Snap, but I think I am going to. I'm just going to chuck it in the chuck it in the hell bin and oh. throw some dog shit at it at the same time. You can enjoy oh. that one. Okay. <laughs> Simon, where's divine going uh, for you? I'm in complete agreement with. Uh, Reese on this it's the production that lets it down not Divine himself or his vocals so um, yeah it's going oh, to help sorry okay. Peter are you aware of this track yeah I just listened to it now okay where are you going to send it I was more the other way around I was thought I thought the production of the sound was quite good but I thought his vocals did not sound yeah. great yeah yeah I, I was more like that yeah um, but I think for his vocals, I'm going to send it to hell, to be honest with you. Oh, okay. Graham, where is it going? I think it's safe to say that this is already going to hell. Um, it's not <laughs> It's not my most favourite Stocky and Workman song, but I can recognise its little place and saw history. And it's kind of definitely of its time. I, I think I'm going to just yeah. going to send it to heaven because I'm nice. Oh. Well, I that's, that's a fair point, Graham. It is very oh. of its time, and it has yeah. its Lee, place. Lee, where are you sending it? I'm sending it to hell. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> you don't like anything, Lee. Everything's going to hell. I don't really like Divine's music anyway, so... I understand that he was, like, very a, a de defining moment in LGBTQIA music history, um, but it wasn't for me. So... Our next pop gay is not asking for a love to last forever. He doesn't expect a guarantee. It's just that he believes lovers should stick together. He's only saying, won't you wait for me? It's great. I've got to be certain. That's dead sweet. You've got to be certain. 
Yeah. I've got to be so sure. So sure. I've got to apologize to the listeners for the singing <laughs> that is going on on this, this episode. That's enough. So you, yeah. you chose the song. I just love it. Um, so, Graham, let's have your heaven stock aching and watermelon <laughs> choice. Was this hard for you, Graham? Um, no. Oh, no. No, no, no. I mean, overall, I mean, like picking a shit one. Uh, of one that you didn't like. No, I'm bad. I'm not going to no. ruin Sorry, it. Sorry, no, go on, go on. <laughs> so for my So Heaven track, I've gone for one of their most famous acts, and it's one of the very few that is still recording today, so that's a big clue. But it's definitely not the biggest Saw hit by that act. I've got an idea. And it's by Bananarama. <gasps> and it's a track that reached the heady heights no less of 23 in the UK charts. I mean, what a complete scandal that was. And it's this track here. It's Love, Truth and Honesty. Song. I honestly thought you were going to say Rick Astley. No, no, Rick Astley. I, I had a sneaky feeling you were going to put it's Kate Bush song. I just love everything about the song. I love the single artwork. I mean, just look at it. Is it a more iconic? Oh, and it's with Jackie as well. After yeah, well, I mean, oh, look at Jackie's it. face. She's going to go and, what Why the am fuck I here? am I doing? <laughs> yeah. So, so, Peter, that's lineup two. Just in case you didn't know, yeah, it's... she's she's the farrah. I get it. Banana Rama <laughs> yeah. with the Banana Rama was like the total precedent for what happened with Sugar Babes. Mm. <laughs> so Anyways. it was it wasn't a full on banger, was nope, it? Pretty laid back. Mm-hmm. That's my note. Pretty laid back for a sort of tempo, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but the the lyrics again. Oh my god! Like total tragedy disguised by some kind of happy go lucky melody. Um. I was watching the video on YouTube this morning and I'm going to have to read a quote to you because I just absolutely love this comment. Um, and someone or other said, this is a very beautifully melancholic song. The message of loss and longing, then learning over the folly of love is embedded in its danceable tune. Yeah. Oh, how true. How true. That's yes. Nice. Yeah. And the video was just them just going like this, wasn't it? Yeah. With naked topless men and stuff. I don't think there was naked. Not was in it? that particular video. Not in, not in that one. No. They didn't no. have the budget for it, I don't think. I want to say mirrors. There's mirrors. lots of mirrors. Lots yes. of mirrors. Sarah's having a bit of a bad hair day. Oh, no. The video. And she's chewing gum in the video, which I don't agree with, but we'll forgive oh. her because well, she's Sarah. What was the dance routine to love, truth, and honesty? Because they always did a little bit of a dance routine, didn't they? Was well, it, I don't really know. Like love, 
truth and well, they were very, they were very armography, really were for for a lot of stuff, which wasn't a problem because I think it it was kind of like the thing for everything. Like all of the music videos had quite simple choreography, but it was always quite nice. You know what I mean? Um, We like banana. We like bananas. We do bananas. And I love that track. And again, it's one of those sore tracks, a bit like when love takes over you. Not the banger, but probably. One of my more favourite ones, you know. But better produced, far better produced mm-hmm. than one of the things that'll be you. Okay, I'll take a word for it. Okay, so the Nanas have gone to heaven. Yes. Tell us who's going to hell. So from my PW Hell, as I call it, <laughs> see what I did there, the PW Hell track, yeah. I feel a bit guilty, if I'm honest, because I actually love this act. And it's the cheerleader for the sound of a bright young Britain, little Mandy Smith. Oh, oh, oh. oh. oh you go the way back. Yeah. And before you go, oh, she's shy. No, she isn't. She's no. amazing. She's absolutely amazing. Why she's are you sending her to hell then? Well, because, well, it's all about to be revealed. Mm. Um, because the, the version of the song is, it's just not very good. And it's Mandy Smith's version of, and a kid, you know, got to be certain. she covered that well now imagine kylie's version pretty much the exact same backing track but with mandy smith singing over the top of it oh dear and and i'm not gonna lie it's pretty bad and it's like vocals aren't comparable it's no wonder that the kind of team at stocky kewartman said hey no no we're not releasing that hen no it's no it's no going out in a record it wasn't even released it wasn't released and there's been a bit of a debate actually whether or not she recorded it first because everybody kind of believed that Mandy recorded it first and then Kylie got it after her. But that might not be 100% true. I always thought it was Mandy first. Mm, well, yeah. yeah, I think my Kim was on the kind of Chart Beats podcast not that long ago. Might have put that that kind of rumour a bit to bed a little bit. So we're not quite sure where it came from. But um, I want to talk about Mandy's voice because it turns out, did it, do we know Suzanne Rattigan? and she was one of the backing vocalists yeah. at PWL? Mm-hmm. Now, it turns out that Suzanne was maybe less of a backing vocalist on the mm. Mandy Records. Oh, dear. Apparently, there's this thing where they call it sweetening, where they get two voices and they kind of mix them all together and they make right, it into yeah. one voice. Um, and I think what's happened is Suzanne Rattigan was basically all over all those those Mandy records. And in this kind of got to be certain version of got to be certain, it has to be a demo because she sounds bloody terrible on it. Yeah. So, and it's, that's it, really. It's but the only Mandy Smith song I don't like because I actually think she's amazing. You picked Got to Be Certain for Graham. 
I know. Exactly. How weird. Yeah. Spooky. Not really a singer, yeah. though, is she, Graham? No. No, but you know what? On those records, none of those records she released with PWL were hits. None of them. Right? And there was at least three or four of them which were really up-tempo. Absolutely yeah. amazing bangers. Um, there was Murdered a- by her. No, no, no. I dispute that, and I will dispute that till I die. Okay. Epitomising the, the PWL sound in about 1987, 1988. I think everybody's got it all wrong and need to go back and reevaluate her. She caused controversy because she married one of the Rolling Stones, Bill Wyman, when she was 16 slash 17. And she was, and he was yeah. in his like 40s. 80s. So, yeah. Um, and she was the typical blonde, girly type of the time that was probably... Did you get married that young? Yeah, well, she did. Well, I think they got married when she was 17, which is legal. Oh, mm-hmm. really? But yeah, they were seeing each other earlier When than she yeah. was much younger, yeah. yeah. They were dating for when she was 13. And yeah. Oh, I don't know oh, yes, that. It's very creepy. Yeah, so she didn't have the best connotation with, with the public. We just, yeah. So, yeah, bless her. Um, Mandy Smith's version was recorded in copyright in 1987, and Kylie was released in May of 88. Yeah. Oh, she did it first. Well, they've been kind of around about the same time, haven't they? Yeah. They did quite a lot of that, though, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, if it's just the same backing. Exactly the same. A little bit of a difference to the lyrics here and there, and a wee little bit of difference in the phrasing as well. So, but it's more or less the same track, completely from start to finish. Maybe it's the vocals. So, thank you for sending that demo to Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, you want me for a bit of track now, do you? Moving swiftly along. Yeah, let's have yeah. your purgatory song. Well, I've opted for a track that some of you probably won't even have heard. And that's okay, because if you haven't, I'm just going to send it straight to heaven. Nobody knows it. Did I get the vote? I'll just send it straight to heaven. Because I absolutely love it. And it's one of the very few tracks that Stokey and Waterman released under their own name. Oh. So they had three. Ah. So the first one was Roadblock. Ah. I like it. Big hit. The second one was called Pack Jams with the Party Posse. Didn't ah. like it was a huge flop and the third one is again i've got it here ss paparazzi, paparazzi. yeah which was a huge flop and i absolutely love it Paparazzi, I know it. Yeah. Oh no! So oh. this was kind of released when the kind of acid house scene was kind of making its mark in the yeah. charts, and you can just acid tell. Hurts? Again, this is a bit kind of based on. I think this is yeah, based off a demo track. It must be. It's either we call it acid yeah. or it's something else. But the forty early nineties one or something. Late 80s. The late eighties kind of acid house. Yeah, it's a bit of a sanitized version, so they're not talking about drugs and stuff like that. They're just kind of talking about. What's it got to do with you and kind of the press and just clicking cameras all over the place? But there's definitely like an acid house vibe on it. Mm-hmm. And the video is amazing. And I'm going to say something again 
this might be quite controversial considering what happened when I mentioned Noel Edmonds in an earlier episode. But oh, the, actual, oh, wow. the boys from Stockyky Warman are in the video and they all look quite handsome. They do when they younger. Yeah, they do. All three of them are in the video. Now, to be fair, they're in their, they're in their relative youth. They're in their 30s at this point. Mike Stoke in particular is very handsome, it has to be said. Yeah. Um, and so they're all looking great. And then there's kind of these Elvis lookalikes and there's Diana Ross lookalikes. And then right at the very end, Mandy Smith is in it, Sunita's in it. And then right at the very end, Kylie and Jason are even in it. Yes, they are. Oh, well. They make cameos in the video. They yeah. do. Right at the yeah. very end, they kind of come on and go, I, I won't do that. Can you do the accent, Lee? What's it going to do with you? You do it. What's it going to do with you? No, that. that wasn't Australian <laughs> in the slightest. What's it going to do with you? No, no, it's not, I'm not feeling it tonight. So basically, the video gives you a big drippy Sammy, but you're not sure about the song. No, I love the song. I absolutely love the song. Oh, okay. And there's a there's a 12 inch remix of it called the Crowning King mix, and it is just it takes the seven inch version and makes it darker. Makes it really, really dark, and I absolutely love it as well. Extra, extra, read all, read all about, about it. it. Yeah. Extra, read all about it. Okay, That's Tim, it. what are you doing with Sake Kinamorman SS Paparazzi? Is he going to heaven or is he going to hell? I haven't got an effing clue, so it's going to hell. <laughs> what a surprise. Paul, what do you think? I think. That I'm kind of understanding the acid host vibe, like I'm getting that kind of maybe transition to it, and I don't necessarily dislike it. It's probably going to be one of those I'd have to listen to it a few times before I went. Oh, I'd say quite like it. If you were a raver, you probably would have said, "What is this childish crap?" You know, yeah. it was really it wasn't. It's not quite the same level as the kind of real no. acidized music at the time. Because I do love, I do love a bit of acid house. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm so sorry, bro. I think I am going to have to oh, throw God. it down there. But I might throw I might throw a bit of bed jog at it. On way down. All right. Okay. <laughs> Simon, SS Paparazzi. I, oh, is no. it going to heaven or is it going to hell? Oh, like my asshole, I am torn. Oh, my God. We don't need to know that. The video would put it in heaven. Because Graham's right, it's fun. It's a really fun video, and the boys are quite handsome. Um, I, I, it's just a bit too playground acid house to my liking. I, I, I like the actual proper stuff. So it's got to be. Hell, I'm sorry, it's oh, going it's to hell. Oh, oh no! Sorry, oh, no. despite the Kylie oh, no. cameo at the yeah. end. I'm sorry, Reese. What are you going to do? Did it ever feature in your DJing set? Never. Never. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I am stunned. I'm sorry, gr sorry, Graham. It's going to hell for me. But I might send it to heaven on day release. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> They're a quick one. Okay. Yeah. Peter, I'm asking you, but you. Oh, you're going to have to. Yeah, you're going to have to <laughs> tell me. I have not a clue what this bones. song is. I am going even to send it, hell. unfortunately, to hell as well because I didn't like it. Well, it's I, li hell. I actually like Roadblock. Oh, Roadblock. no. Roadblock. Yeah, I quite like yeah. that one. Yeah, and what was the other one? The hey, second pack jammer of the party party. I quite like that one as well. Pack jammer the party party. <laughs> I, 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 I quite like that one. Oh well, sorry. You chose those other two, then I would have sent them to to heaven. But paparazzi can piss off. I don't like it. Um, thank you for your choices. So. Our next pop gate is going crazy just to let him know 
He'd be amazed how much we love him so, oh baby. When we get our hands on him, we won't let go. This time, he knows he's for real. It's Jason. And by the way, my nose is for real. Is it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's just your tits out. It's just my tits, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> marvellous, marvellous. The plump, darling, the, the plump. Plump and voluptuous. They certainly are. So, Jason, give us yes. your Stock Aiken and Waterman heaven choice. My heaven choice? Yes. So, I had to get to go back, uh, back to 1988, oh, when I was a fresh 16-year-old, bouncing around the wee bars in Musselburgh. <laughs> the wee bars. The wee bars. They were wee bars. Um, I was always through the back room where the dance floor was. Well. So, my first heaven track is Sunita, I Don't Believe in Miracles. It is a good track, yeah. Yeah, it's the it, best track. Really? I, I, think. I think so. Yeah. The thing is that that track has been in my top five on Spotify uh, three times in the last five years. Wow! And why wouldn't it? That's it. It's just absolutely mental. It's hard to believe. Actually, so it was released in what September nineteen eighty eight, and it only peaked at number twenty two. Wow! Did it? Yeah. But it means it was on the charts for eight weeks. But it was number two in Finland. So, oh. okay. you see, she because it was a proper, it was a proper pop song, wasn't it? It wasn't like yeah. a novelty one. It wasn't about cars or toy boys or, boys or yeah. any of the other things. And she, if I remember the video, she had shiny, shiny legs. She had beautiful legs, didn't she? she? Yes. And the thing is, I, I still on the video when she was walking on the stage, she was flicking the hair back. Yeah, you know, it's like yeah. kind of pre-drag race days. You know, there was her. Just mm. absolutely walking it. You yes, know? it was. It was a good song. It was a good song. I, the, yeah. the, the thing is, I absolutely loved it. And you know, when she was interviewed about it, she actually said that she didn't like the track and? because of, because of its negativity. And I remember uh, going to the Hitman Roadshow back in mm. 1988 and trying to remember if she had actually sang it. Then looking back on her interviews, she actually said she didn't like the song, so it wasn't really performed. As much as some of the other tracks. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a kind of more grown up song for her, wasn't it? Was. It? it was. And I don't think, I don't know whether she believed in it at the time, but she didn't believe in miracles and she didn't believe in a record. No. Well, that's it. That's she didn't. It. I'm, just, I'm just having a quick look at the Google. So I think Cruising was. Ah, love was, Cruising. Was, was remixed by PWL. And then she had yeah. So Macho, which got to number two. Mm-hmm. And then she had Feels Like the First Time, which I don't remember at all, which yeah. apparently got to number 45 in the UK charts. Oh, that's not bad. 
to and then. Was, and then it was Toy Boy, which was number four. GTO, number 15. Cross My Broken... Oh, I remember Cross My Broken... That was a bit nursery rhyme. Cross My Broken... My broken heart yes. She um, told me a secret. Yes. And then it was I Don't Believe in Miracles, number 22. And then... But I don't know if these were with Stock Aiken or what. Perhaps they were right back where we started from. I like that one. Was it number four? Yeah. In um, 89. And that was from Wicked. Wicked, her album, Wicked. Um, and then she did Lay Me Down Easy. No, Love on a Mountain Top, which got oh, to yeah. number 20. Lay Me Down Easy, number 68. And then Hitching a Ride got to number 24. But she also did Love and Understanding. Uh, she covered the Joan Arbitrating song. Yes. I think that, that was oh, later on. Yeah. I think that yeah. was after the Wicked campaign, I think. It was. It mm. was. That was later. And that was, that was the last single that I remember being promoted on the music shows. Mm. Remember yeah. that time? She she her last her last musical output was twenty twenty one with Can You Feel It with Junior and Kim Mazel. Oh yeah, oh, I remember okay. that. It was the Jackson's Cooper, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And then she also did I Won't Be Lonely This Christmas. Neither of them charted. Bless <laughs> uh, <laughs> old snit. Um <laughs> That's what Smash It used to call a snit. Snit. Old snit. Um, good choice, <laughs> and well, we are liking that one, and we're also liking her shiny, shiny ties. Um, what is your stocking <laughs> and waterman hell choice? What My are you sending to, to burn with to with, burn for mm. all eternity? Yeah, well, this one just came just like that, and it's Cliff Richard. I just don't have the heart. understand why <laughs> this, this goes back to a saying that it wasn't the really the artist it was the song that was the thing that we liked so that song could have been sung by anybody and yeah. we would have really liked it and i liked it not because it was cliff richard but because i liked the song yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. you know it would have been better if it had been Stephen dennis but he that's just mm. oh. gonna make it real good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, yes. can't, I can't believe that was 1989. Wow. Yeah. And he was about 80 then, wasn't he? Back in he 1989. Was. He was. Mm. And the, the thing is, I would say his voice kind of fitted the track. But yeah. The, but the that face didn't fit the track. No. I don't. I really don't know if if they were trying to go for a different market. I think what had happened was, hadn't Donna Summer been out by then? Yeah, she would have been. I think Cliff probably went, 
I think I'll have a bit of that, thanks. Piece of that pie. And it just yeah. didn't quite Work. match Dora's brilliance. And that's because Dora is brilliant in Cliff. Yeah. Cliffy's always been naff, regardless of whether whatever <laughs> stage of his career he's been Don't on. get me wrong, Cliff Richards does have good tunes in his, in his day. But oh, yeah, He also has some really bloody terrible ones. I'm with you on Devil Woman. I'm with you on Wired for Sound. Wired Love for Wired sound. for Sound. Yeah. To my holiday. Um, everything else, no. Um, <laughs> not, not even his classic Eurovision hit. Not even that. Um. Not even that. Okay, so Cliff, so Clifford of Richard, is going off a cliff. Is yeah. now in in hell. Um, yep, paying for his sins. <laughs> oh, Jason, give us your Stucky Kenilworthman purgatory choice. The choice that we are going to vote on whether we send it to heaven or we send it hurtling after Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> but harshly at Cliff or over yes. Cliff. Yes. <laughs> well, this one, this one kind of summed me up when it came out. Because it's like you had Sunita, Sonia, all that kind of dance. And what's interesting, on Spotify in the last however many years I've been on it, all my tracks have are all Italian disco. All really? Italian disco. So this kind of is probably where it started, and it was Sabrina, All of Me. I know what I'm sending there straight away. <laughs> <laughs> I shall let the other pop guys do best. So, Reese, Sabrina of the Large Chesticles, her, her follow up single to yeah. Boys. With Boys, Boys. Boys, it was All of Me. Are we sending that to heaven or is he going to oh. hell? This is so difficult because I really like it. It's not difficult. <laughs> it is because it's it's trashy, but it's it's good. But it knows it is, and it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Precisely. Mm. Precisely. They heaven. made they made two videos. Oh, he said heaven. 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 So Reese is going for heaven for that pile of pap. They, okay. made, they made two videos for it, and she's actually on the beach outside. I'm sure they said it was Florence playing a guitar on the beach. Very authentically. Yeah, authentically while trying to lip sync to whatever track they're playing. And she's also (laughs) played the drums on the beach as well. She's talented. She is. She's (laughs) she's very talented. Um, So, okay, Tim, where's where's, where's she going? I don't really know the song. Like, I know the artist and I know the first single. Mm. And I need to have a re listen. But right now, it's going to have to go to hell. This is this is Tim's good form for this tonight. If he doesn't know the song, it goes to hell. You can't oh. just put them to hell because you don't know them. Yes, I can. He's been doing it all night. He just doesn't have the heart. He just it doesn't have the heart. Have the heart. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I'll never mind. No, I know. Sorry, it's hell for me. Yeah, it doesn't really ring any bells. Graham, where are you sending this? 
ditty with their titties. I think I've sent everything to heaven, and I'm going to send this one to heaven as well. Because she, have you seen her lately? She looks a million bucks. She looks absolutely Stunning. tremendous. I don't know why that makes me sense to heaven, but I'm sending it to heaven anyway. I am sending it to hell because it's a big pile of tosh and I don't <laughs> like it. And I don't care for it. Don't so, mention words to you. Get it out. Yeah, tell me. So that's two for hell. Oh, no, it's not. It's three for heaven, two for hell. So um, old, old Sabrina's on her way to heaven. Um, yay. Yay. Yeah, not the best or kicking a Waterman song in the list. No, it's but, not. Hey, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all what it is. It's just absolute nonsense fun. Mm. I agree. I cope with it because I have an album called Stuck Egg. It's something like it, Stuck Egg or something. And it's like this mega mix. It's like two CDs mm-hmm. yep. of all oh, their yeah. tracks up until about, I think, 93 or something like that. Oh. Just in mm-hmm. one big mega mix. And he comes yeah. on and it's only a little bit of it. And I go, oh, that's okay. But I don't want to hear. I, can cope. I don't. I don't want to hear the full. The full. I can cope a little bit, but not not all of it. Not my twenty-two inches. Oh dear oh God! It's a long player. I remember being a very impressionable teenager and watching her first video for boys, 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 boys. boys. When she's in the in the um in the swimming pool and a, and a, one of her bosoms pops out. Yeah. yeah, by mistake, in inverted commas. By mistake, yes. I yes. do. I, oh, I do to remember all the boys at school going, "I'm not okay with it. I'm not okay with it." And you're like, <laughs> "In that poor school in Edinburgh that you went to, Jason." Uh, um, yeah, it's just down the road from where I'm left now. <laughs> <laughs> was she a page three stunner, like Sam Fox in Italy? Or was she was that? Oh, she wasn't. Was I remember the scandal at the time because people used to say that she used to stuff her bra to make her tits bigger. Uh, so that forced her to do was it penthouse or something? Oh, okay. To prove that her breasts were real, right? It's very it? similar to your own story, that isn't it, Jason? It is. <laughs> Thank you very much for those those, um, <laughs> those delightful choices. Because um, the ne- next week my feet are in Reader's Digest. It's great, lovely. Bunnians monthly. No, that's Women's Weekly. Yeah. Or, is it pe- or is it People's Friend? I can never remember. Do you know what? We're, we're going to have a little break in a minute. But before we have a break, what we're going to do is we're going to read out some of the um, contributions from our social media pages and the choices that people have shared with us. So, who would like to read out this first one? I will. So this is uh, at JAH041279 on Twitter. Uh, the heaven is Donna Summer, if it makes you feel good. Is uh-huh. it? Um, okay. Oh, they've got two heavens. So also Mel and Kim, that's the way it oh, is. Oh, that's Sword a good heaven. one. That is a good a one. great one. And oh. they've <laughs> bypassed purgatory and gone straight to hell with, you aren't going to be happy about this, Lee, right. um, Roadblock. By saw, it's the hell. Okay. Oh, well. Oh, well. Sorry, Jay. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Okay, right. Ooh, come on. So, who wants to read out this um, one? This one, um, this is um, David at Sideshow Bob. Um, he's chosen Happening All Over Again. Uh, Great what? song. For Shatter Heaven. Glass. Yes, for Heaven. Yep. Shatter Glass for a Hell. And who's... Neither in who. Charity shops. 
I think these are I'm heaven choices. Highly, yeah, I think, I think these are all just heaven choices, yeah. to be honest. Oh, I that, but apparently, Happening All Over Again was penned for the second Donna Summer album, mm. which she can't be asked to record. So they gave yeah. it to Lonnie Ooh. Gordon, and it was a banger. <laughs> now, Ooh, she's popular. Cameron, Cameron at oh. John Edwin Gold One, he has given us many, many replies. Gosh, here we go. Um, okay, so yeah, so Cameron, our good friend Cameron, who was on uh, uh, once, um, He's got a heaven track, Donna Summer. This time, I know it's awesome. really good. good, brilliant taste there, Cameron. Kylie, Ooh, I do I have yes. album version or yeah, single? The, um, the version that goes <laughs> with that one. <laughs> Personally, I prefer the uh, the twelve inch extended mix myself. But um, yeah, uh, so we've also got shooting party, safe in the arms of love. That I was a very that early one, one. A very early Stockade and Waterman song. Yeah. And this is and there's banana rama ain't no oh, cure. I don't think I know that. I no. like that one. It's amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing track. It was an album. It was on Top Life. Yeah, yeah. And, no cure. And then what's his final one? It's boy crazy. That's what. Ooh, love is. That, is, that is hell. That's a no. Hell. That's a controversial one. That are these all these heavens? We're all a bit boy crazy on this podcast. Yes. And why is it controversial? Mm. Boy crazy. Well. It, it that should have been one of Kylie's songs. So the other rumor is is that the Boy Crazy album would have been Kylie's next album with Stock Aitken and Waterman if she'd have stayed with them, but she didn't want to. So they gave a lot of those tracks to um, Boy Crazy. Um, who sang it originally though? Who sang it even before Boy Crazy? Did Boy Crazy sing it? They did sing it, but someone recorded it before them. Can you guess who it is? I don't know. Samantha so, Fox. Oh, is it okay. Samantha Mumba? No, no, it's Samantha Mumba. Samantha, Mumba. Samantha Fox. <laughs> oh, Samantha I think that rumour about the Boy Crazy album being meant for Kylie is bullshit. Do you think? Yeah, because they were burnt out with Kylie. They were fed up with her and she was fed up with them by the time they got to the fourth album. Oh, okay. The Boy Crazy song had that really unfortunate, like, vomiting noise that they, <laughs> they did, didn't they? Like, blah, 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 blah. But, Started off every yeah, <laughs> 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 yes, I don't even know who they are. They were that, they were an American girl band that they tried. It was very right at the very end of Sockaken and Waterman's kind of like success, and it sounded quite dated for for the for the time. Nice. Um, but it's okay. Didn't it's, it go to number one in America? I think so. It kind of kind of was a sleeper hit, and a radio station picked it up and it uh, became a hit in America. Um, they had another. They had another single. It was called "Good Times with Bad Boys." Good times with bad bad boys. <laughs> that should be our theme tune. To be real. So, thank you. We'll have some more in part two. But now, I think it's time we took a break to allow our pop sugar levels to drop a bit, readjust our boy baseball caps and sequined bolero jackets, and ask Uncle Pete if we can have a ride on his steam engine. Join <laughs> us in part two to hear the choices from the remaining pop gays of a certain age, plus some special guests. Rick, for the kettle on lad, I'm Clem. Pop gays. Pop gays. Pop gays. Pop gays. Pop gays. Pop gays. Pop gays.